Welcome to Healing Ground Movement Podcast. Today we are recording at the Common Grounds Golf Course. So we are outside and you may hear just a little bit ambient noise that comes with that. But we have as our guest, Lauren Howe. Lauren has been in love with the game of golf since she was nine years old. One of the things she loves most about golf is that it is a mirror for your life. The inner game skills that you need to improve and be successful on the golf course are the same ones you need to be successful in business and in life. Lauren would know she is the Colorado Golf Hall of Famer, an LPGA Tour winner, award-winning instructor, co-founder of Great Girls in Golf, and absolutely a phenomenal human being. So welcome to well, the thank podcast. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm happy to be here. Delighted to have you. And, and I always like to start with the first question, question is, when did movement become fun for you? Uh, I don't think I even remember. It's always been fun for me. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, I was a rambunctious kid, so <laughs> movement would be a part of that. Is that what you first remember is running and tumbling and... And swimming. Mm -hmm. and, yes. And then most recently, it's become very important again because, as we may talk about, I had the car accident and was not able to move much mm -hmm. for a long period of time. And thank, thanks to you, I am moving much better than I was. I'm happy to have been part of that. And I know that we, we posted a quote from Lauren on Instagram a few months ago, um, and we'll post it again. But I, I asked a lot of my guests what movement meant to them. And she just had the most blissful, you just had the most blissful look on your face. And you just looked at me and said, freedom. Absolutely. And there's something from losing your movement and having to earn it back that really, really sends that message home. <laughs> And it makes you more appreciative, so mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, before you had that car accident, you were playing golf at nine? or before? Yes, yeah. yes. I played golf at nine. My father, mm -hmm. uh, I was lucky enough to have a father who was an amazing golf instructor. He was president of his section of the PGA and teacher of the year numerous times. So not only was I blessed with him, but he would make sure that I got to other good instructors so we never he never got a jaundice eye. And <laughs> oh, it was great. John Desire, I like that phrase. Just always have that open approach. So how did you choose golf to become your profession, be your life path here? Um. <laughs> or was it by accident? <laughs> well, well, one of the reasons was because I'm the oldest of seven children, and, mm -hmm. well, we didn't have seven at that point. But my dad being a club pro, I liked going to the golf course with him and I didn't have to change diapers and be <laughs> around all those screaming kids. And then I made friends with the chef at the country club in Merced, California, and he would give me ice cream anytime I wanted it. So These are really good perks. I'll, uh, I'll go to the golf course. But the minute I started competing, even in practice sessions against myself, mm -hmm. I just, I loved it. So what was it about the competition that lit it up for you? I, it, it's it's seeing how I like seeing how good I can be anyway in anything I do, yeah. but to be able to do it under pressure is a whole different scenario. Is, so is this where you get into golf mirroring mirroring life in the inside head game? Absolutely. Can you tell Absolutely. us more. Absolutely. <laughs> so with golf. Uh, let's say I worked on my golf swing and really mm -hmm. developed a really super golf swing, very technically repeatable and fundamentally mm -hmm. sound. The minute I introduce, do, introduce fear, let's say on the first tee, mm -hmm. I create tension in my body 
and I make completely different movements. Well, the yeah. same thing happens in business or in life. If fear creeps into what you're really good at, mm -hmm. you're going to all of a sudden think differently, react differently, and get different results that you may not be very happy with. And all that technicality goes out the window. Exactly. So how, so it sounds like you kind of started to get a feel from that right from the beginning in competition with yourself. How did you start to put all these pieces together? Well, actually, um, I had to quit the LPGA tour um, because of a back injury. Mm -hmm. And then I started to, to study, I, well, my question was, why didn't I play as well as I was supposed to? So Nancy Lopez and I came out, I came on tour about six months after she did, but we were both supposed to be phenomenons. <laughs> and Nancy ends up in the Hall of Fame, and I was the World Golf Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. I'm now in another holiday. No. <laughs> I was like, you're no slouch. Let's just but, be yeah. clear about that. But um, so I became curious. Well, yeah. Why is it that I didn't get to where I was going to? And um, I started studying neurolinguistic programming and neurosociative mm -hmm. conditioning and realized that I was not able to manage my emotions enough. Oh. So they would get in, in the way. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it's really kind of become my life's purpose to help people perform better by learning how to manage their emotions and direct their focus mm -hmm. to something that will work for them. Well, and is, are there techniques that you use or a system that you use for that? Right. Uh, yeah, um, th there's, there are two. Mm -hmm. The simplest is, um, I think we've talked about heart math mm -hmm. before. Yeah. So um, what heart math says is that if you can experience a heart feeling, then your nervous system kicks in and then your brain starts firing on all cylinders so you can get to the flow or the zone or, or at least perform at your highest best. Mm -hmm. And the way you go about doing that is um, just feeling a heart feeling. You know, if I, before I hit a golf shot, if I say, I love hitting great golf shots and I can really sense that. That feels good then, to me right there. Yeah, <laughs> then everything starts firing. Or my sister had twins. If I can think of, and there were numerous times where I was holding both babies at the same time mm -hmm. and it was just blissful. So when you tap into those type feelings, mm -hmm. then everything in your brain and body works better. And then you have all of those fluid movements. And as you said before, there's not that tension of fear exactly. creating rigidity. Exactly. There have been so many studies about that recently, talking about just giving that positive affirmation of saying, I love to do this, that it brings up your, your vibration and coordinates your body in a way that is so much more powerful than the fear of negativity and right. something. But taking that to a heart place is just a whole, a whole nother layer. And, and that's the key, mm -hmm. is because you can say the words till you're blue in the face, mm -hmm. but it's not until you feel it that mm -hmm. it becomes powerful. And has that changed your game? I mean, obviously. Well, I'm just started starting back, um, and it will because, mm -hmm. um, well, I played my first nine holes the other day and mm -hmm. didn't play too well, but in my pre-shot routine, mm -hmm. I got into uh, a good heart place mm -hmm. using different things, and even as poorly as I played, because I was so rusty and my body doesn't move like it used to, um, I had a good time. 
I never could have done that before. That's wonderful. And to come at, I think golf has a reputation for uh, broken uh, golf, uh, what am, what am clubs. I, golf clubs, things, sticks, they're not sticks, golf clubs, <laughs> broken golf clubs wrapped around trees as people get frustrated from missing right. that putt. And right. to come out from a place where you didn't play as well as you wanted to, but still had a phenomenal time. I mean, that's right. That's and it was kind of interesting because I was still very competitive mm -hmm. with myself and I played with my uh, younger brother, who's a really good player. So mm -hmm. we are always competitive. But <laughs> if I hit bad shots, it didn't bother me because I was able to enjoy him in the day and know that I was from this point going to get better and better and better. And it was a whole different experience from my a type personality <laughs> that typically phenomenal. kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so you mentioned you take some taking some time off, and, mm -hmm. and I know and would love if you share. It's been quite a journey for you for the last couple of years, um, starting all with with a car accident. Right. I was back in Plymouth, Massachusetts, playing in an LPGA Senior Tour event, and got rear-ended, and ended up having to have knee surgery and wrist surgery, and then was told I had to have knee replacement which i op opted for stem cell and it's working Good. fingers crossed but <laughs> the hardest part has been the brain injury mm -hmm. um, it is getting better one of the things i learned that was amazing is to heal the inflammation in your brain you've got to heal your gut yeah and that is has been one of the most helpful things um, ptsd is a side effect of my brain injury and the more i can do the heart math stuff and get into a heart place Mm -hmm. the better off I'm going to be. So it's, it's a great tool. But I'm, I'm having to start over uh, as far as a player, mm -hmm. but I still have all those good neural associations in there. Yeah, your body um, awareness is phenomenal. <laughs> when I um, went to a therapist after the accident, um, because as you can imagine, I was very depressed and, mm -hmm. and everything, but um, she also had had a brain injury. And she said, Lauren, you're still going to be able to do everything you want to do. You just have to find a different way to do it. Mm -hmm. And because I am a curious person, it's kind of fun figuring out, well, that doesn't work for me anymore. What can I do this way? And it's it's kind of like a game, and I'm, I'm actually having fun. It's so weird to say that. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> I think, but it's true. And I think it's wonderful that when you can have that sort of shift, because it's true, when you have an injury, when you have a, a, a brain injury or a chronic um, illness or something that, that knocks you back from that 100% that you'd been feeling. Yes. You have the opportunity to either slow down and learn from it or get stymied in the path that is no longer available to you. Right. And it's right. been so much fun watching you over the last few years because you never got stymied. You found that you kept looking for the next piece. And, and so I'm curious what some of that curiosity brought for you. What have you learned about inhabiting a body that's healing and starting over from the beginning? Um, well, first of all, when you combine the accident with the fact that I just turned 60, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> in my body, but, um, I am a possibility thinker. So mm -hmm. if this doesn't work, well, what could? Mm -hmm. it, or if, if this is okay, what would make it better? And it's actually fun for me to think like that. And um, to talk, to spend time with people who also think that way, uh, you're like that. And, um, and I, um, as you know, mm -hmm. my 
when I got in the accident, my uh, my shoulders became real hunched. And mm -hmm. for about six months, I was in not a fetal position, but really balled up. Very hunched. And um, I couldn't move my shoulder blades very well. So you gave me my very best golf lesson this year <laughs> because you taught me how to move my right shoulder blade. And all I mm -hmm. had to do was move it down and in and I was able to make a much better turn in my golf swing. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, and I like that body awareness that comes with it for you, that you're looking at, you were in a position of injury. Uh, a car crash is terrifying. It puts us into this fight or flight mode and our adrenaline and our nervous system gets kicked up. And we don't really have an opportunity in everyday life to breathe and calm down and know that we're okay. We get stuck in this repetitive motion and we can stay frozen in that position for Absolutely. years. But having a chance not just to retrain our muscles, but also our nervous system to interact in a different way, you can be fundamentally smoother and different and even a little bit better than where you started. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I, I really think my two biggest contributors to moving forward have been what I learned in heart math and your mm -hmm. help. Thank you. You're but, welcome. And I really think that the biggest contributor of you moving forward is your application of all of it. Because you thank can, you. You can hear <laughs> you can hear a lot of advice and you can think of a lot of changes. But I I have any number of patients that come into my office and I will tell the same things. And you know it, they'll do the exercises a few times, but it doesn't go into their awareness like it does for you. And you you take it onto the golf course and incorporate it into your swing, and you come back in, and that's how I can teach you to play golf because I couldn't even <laughs> think of the word golf club two minutes ago. <laughs> um, so was there any frustration as far as knowing that at, at the level you were playing at before you were in the car accident, even as you were turning 60, and when you tried to play again, even before your healing wasn't complete? Could you speak to that frustration, that experience? Sure. Um, so first I had a wrist surgery and that worked out fine. So mm -hmm. that didn't hinder me for very long. And then I had a knee surgery and after doing all the appropriate um, physical therapy and stuff, the doctor said, okay, go play. Mm -hmm. And not only was my leg not good, my ability mm -hmm. to hold focus was terrible and my memory was terrible. And, um, and those were results of the concussion as there well. Were, yes. Mm -hmm. And I started, I'm usually very positive. I started feeling and thinking like I wasn't going to have a life anymore. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> so That's a scary I, I went and got help. And mm -hmm. um, um, now I'm just <laughs> bring it on. Let's go. In fact, my goal is to next year play in the U.S. Women's Senior Open. Wonderful. Yeah. And, and what turned that place of despair around? Was it the doctor that told you, you're just gonna have to find a different way to do it? What, what was the shift? Well, that point? gave me more hope. Mm -hmm. And then I got to um, the other chiropractor that, mm -hmm. that you recommended. Oh, Dr. Stedman. Yeah. yeah. And I went in there and did his six week program and mm -hmm. uh, the healing the gut bit, mm -hmm. as well as the exercises he had me do. And my, I became much clearer. Mm -hmm. I still struggle, but uh, it's much clearer. And um, now when I overdo and my brain goes a little wonky, mm -hmm. I know I just have to rest, eat well, 
and I can be okay. And take care of the injury. Mm -hmm. And the exercises that Lauren's alluding to, uh, Dr. Sedman, he works here in South Denver, and he is a chiropractor with a diplomate in functional neurology. And these are doctors who specialize in how our brain's central nervous systems all work to control the rest of our body. And there's a lot of injury, particularly with concussions, that won't show up on MRI or the neurological scans that I know, Lauren, that you were receiving sure. as part of your um, part of your testing. But all the same, as you talk about, your focus is is off, your memory is is damaged, and these doctors are able to create movement patterns and eye movement patterns that strengthen the pathway of our brains mm -hmm. and can address things like anxiety and depression and focus and memory, as well as physical coordination in our body. Um, I also had this treatment myself in recovering from some of the brain damage I had from meningitis when I was a little kid. And the pieces that we don't appreciate are coming from our brain are um, can be overwhelming at times. Yes. Um, and the piece that you're talking about with nutrition, when we have brain injuries, um, the vagus nerve that comes out of our brainstem controls all of the openings and sphincters of our digestive system. So oh, the connection- I didn't know that. Yeah, so this is, this is where the gut healing became so important because the connection between your small intestine and your large intestine was compromised. And some of the gut bacteria that belongs in your large intestine gets into your small intestine and you're digesting things wrong, or wrong, digesting things non-optimally. And mm -hmm. it creates more inflammation. So not only do you have to heal the gut, but you have to heal the nervous system that was so shocked that everything got shook up like a snow globe. Right. And that's what Dr. Stedman did for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so, and then I come to you and you maintain my body and give me golf lessons in your office and it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun to be able to pull all the pieces together. So um, you're now teaching the girls over at Kent High School. The girls yes, golf um, the girls golf coach at, mm -hmm. coach at Kent Denver, and uh, I love working with young girls because, mm -hmm. um, as you alluded to, I really believe mm -hmm. that the inner game of golf can help you with every other part of your life. Mm -hmm. So, not only hopefully am I helping them with their golf game, but to be strong, confident. Mm -hmm young women as well. And so what's the approach that you take in helping them as they're setting up at the tee or, um, you know, they, they competed in the state this year, didn't they? Yes, yes. and finished second. Wonderful, congratulations. Yes. How, how do you help them as they're competing at these high levels? So um, a lot of it has to do with managing their judgment of themselves. Mm -hmm. um, teenage girls are brutal not only on themselves, yeah. but others <laughs> as well. Um, there is a, uh, a saying that um, a friend of mine and I wrote a song mm -hmm. that teaches you how to shift from a negative state of mind to a positive mm -hmm. in the chorus. And one of the lines is, so what, now what? Mm -hmm. So I really, and that really has two meanings. The first is your past doesn't have to equal your future. So what that happens, now what? <laughs> and as a golfer, when you're on the course, you know, you can mess up a hole and it can affect you for another hour and yeah. then however many holes that would be. But if you say, so what, now what? So what, that happened, now what? And redirect your focus to the target, mm -hmm. you can get over that junk quickly. And really, it's life is about getting over the junk quickly and refocusing on what it is you really want. And hopefully I'm teaching them how to do that. <laughs> 
That's wonderful. And and what a great strategy and tool to give teenage girls, particularly as they start to you know then graduate and go into college. There's so many more challenges that come up. Um, I'd, I'd like to say this yeah. day and age, but I think it's it's pretty universal and pretty yeah. historical. Yeah. Uh, so have you seen any interesting changes, any cool observations from that, either on the golf course or just knowing the girls personally? Well, um, the so what, uh, there's two things I say, so what, now what, and the other is sometimes the girls get really perfectionistic mm -hmm. and they'll hit a shot that they maybe haven't hit very well, but it rolled up on the green anyway. Mm -hmm. So I taught them to say, highly functional. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if they can say these things, uh -huh. it gets them to shift out of their old patterns of beating themselves up. Well, and that's fantastic. Because now, even when we talk about something that is a would be wildly considered a, a success. You're on the green, you're in a good putting distance, this is fantastic. It's not rewarding good and bad. And I think that particularly when you're at a high achieving school like Kent, uh, my alma mater, Cherry Creek, it, you have this sense of it's good or it's bad. Right. And that, uh, that phrase of how highly functional is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm stealing it. Yeah, I mean, go for it. I, go for it. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you credit as long as I remember. But no, but it's <laughs> it's not about doing something right or wrong. It's, or perfectly. Or perfectly. It's, right. Did it work? Right. And if it worked, did it move you towards your goal, yeah. or did it move you away from your goal and stay out of the judgment? If it mm -hmm. moved you towards your goal, keep doing it. <laughs> if it moved you away from your goal, stop doing it. <laughs> what can you, what can you learn from it either way? Exactly. Just fascinating. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the same thing that you've applied to your body and that you started talking about from your concussion is that curiosity of this didn't work. Now what? Exactly. Yeah. Not yeah. this didn't work. I am terrible and I will be depressed for the rest of my days. This concussion has ended my life as right. what I'm doing isn't working. Now what? Exactly. You're right. Well, after a bit of pouting and <laughs> well, crying. You know, we are human. We are human. We're not, we're not yes. advocating not to have emotions and just be like, Yes, but I have, a good, uh, I have a good group of people around me mm -hmm. who wouldn't let me sit in that muck <laughs> for very long. So. We, need it. we need our tribe, don't we? We do. We How do. wonderful. Well, what a wonderful gift to give to the girls and, and to see change them. And it, it must have been doing some good because second in state is yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> wonderful. Who came in first? Um, Colorado Academy. Wonderful. They have three really good players yeah. on their team. So good for them. Yeah. Right, just, I Being a Colorado girl, I, I keep the high schools in mind. <laughs> so um, the heart math and the coaching and all of those pieces coming together. I know that you are working on a project called your golf brain. Yes. I'm <laughs> shifting what I do. Um, one of the things that comes has come out of this is I've really learned a lot about the brain mm -hmm. and as I talk about it and do seminars with it it's easy to do around golf so I can go to mm -hmm. golf clubs or or whatever and do this and if you learn how to just use your brain in different ways mm -hmm. um, and it's simple you got to remember I'm not a scientist I'm a golf pro and mm -hmm. I can get this and yeah. I'm not going to be talking about neuroplasticity and all of that it's it's like stand like a champion and focus on your goal <laughs> yeah. focus on the target but there are certain things you can do yeah yeah and um all this came um came out of learning from mm -hmm. my injury 
And I've always wanted to shift into speaking, so I'm going to do a -hmm. lot more of that and hopefully be on the road doing it and (laughs) um, helping people along the way. And what's what's the biggest takeaway you're hoping um, those who hear you speak and and hear your message about golf and mindset, um, what do you hope they gain from it? Um, Probably the biggest thing is that we have these tools or technologies (laughs) built into us and it, you can just do some simple things to mm-hmm. use how to learn them. You know, I think it's really interesting. This, I, I think God has a great sense of humor because if you buy a car or a computer or even a Pez candy, <laughs> they come with instructions. Yeah. But we have this very complex bodysuit and mm-hmm. system with no user's manual. So I hope to be a little bit of a user's manual, create mm-hmm. a little bit of that so people understand how they work a little bit better mm-hmm. and make their lives better. I love it. Well, and I like how accessible that you're seeking to make it. This idea of, yes, we can get into neuroplasticity. And I threw out some some vague pathways. And, and believe me, there, there are doctors who will go dive deeper into all of the 25 syllable words you can about it. We can make it as complicated as we possibly right. can. But the way you've talked about it today in the stand like a champion, act like a champion, come from a heart place of feeling, and you're accessing all those symptoms, whether all those systems, whether you exactly. know the name of them or not. Exactly. You know, our user's manual does not have to be, you know, the most horrifying piece no. of paper like you get out of an yeah. IKEA build. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I, I learned that a lot from teaching because... Um, have, uh, I'm a learner and a mm-hmm. studier, and so was my dad. And so I learned a lot of the high-tech terms for golf, like mm-hmm. conservation of angular momentum or mm-hmm. radial deviation and things like that. But no student is going to understand that. Mm-hmm. So I, as a teacher, I have to find a way to speak to a person in a way they understand, and everybody's different. So Absolutely. It's that accessible language that becomes so important. Exactly. And mm-hmm. you do that, too, Aww, as a doctor. Thanks. I'm glad I just brought you on here complimenting. <laughs> I appreciate that. But you're right. it's it's about speaking a language that someone understands and can feel in their body. Exactly. And making it a a memory that they can access. Yes. And it gives them hope and it uplifts them. I can do that. Mm -hmm. I got this. I've done this before. I can do it like this. Yes, exactly. Well, I love teaching people who have a movement background. I love teaching everybody, but people who have a movement background, it is so easy. It's such a low-hanging fruit to talk about that shoulder movement that we did with you where you draw your shoulders down and back, and it's exactly what you do for a golf swing. Yes. And so you already had the muscle memory in your body, and maybe the memory was rusty after recovering from your concussion taking time off, but you had it there. Right. The the plasticity is there and you just run with it. And I, and Mm -hmm. I played with it a little bit and I've actually built it into my setup. Mm -hmm. So as I complete my setup, I pull that shoulder blade in and down Mm -hmm. and then I just start to turn my body and off we go. And it's just functional biomechanical movement that helps your body move more efficiently. You get more power out of it and you do the thing you love better. Exactly. Wonderful. (laughs) Well, before I ask you a last question, where can we find you? Um, You can find me at uh, howtogolf.com. That's my website. And it's how, like my last name, Mm H-O-W-E-T-O, golf.com. How handy. Huh? Yeah. How handy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, That's the best place to find me. Okay. On my website. Yes. Wonderful. And so my last question for you is, as we've been speaking about movement all day today, how would you like others to think about movement? 
Um, probably, you know, you asked me that question, mm -hmm. what does movement mean to me? Mm -hmm. And I said, freedom. If you can move and think, <laughs> there's not much you can't do. Mm -hmm. So I think to have a fuller life, you have to have better movement. Wonderful. And at any level of healing and any level of injury, there's always room to move a little bit more. Absolutely. I mean, you, you showed Absolutely. me that. You showed me yeah. that. Wonderful. Well, thank you for so much for taking time today and for helping us get this beautiful place at, at the golf course. Um, thanks pleasure. to everyone for listening, for hanging with all the extra wind and cars that drove by. Um, I hope it added some nice ambiance to our conversation. <laughs> it's certainly a gorgeous Colorado day here. Thanks for coming. See you next time. Thank you.